We live in a time when the world is changing fast. It's unnerving and unsettling. But Jesus said this in the New Testament. He said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. I'd love you to hear from a very special person on the theme that we're looking at, which is choose faith over fear. So I'm here with my very special guest, Pippa Gumbel. Oh, well, it's very nice to be here with you. <laughs> you are very special. So Pips, uh, how are you? Well, I am, I'm pretty well. I've been through a tricky time. I've had lung cancer uh, four months ago. I had to have an operation and they removed 20% of my lung. But I am doing really well now. I feel so much better, but that does put me in the vulnerable category. You've been having a lot of fitness training with this excellent <laughs> fitness trainer. Thank goodness I'm married to you, Nikki. <laughs> you have dragged me around Hyde Park from as soon as I got out of hospital. But I'm grateful to you now because it has made a difference and I am getting fitter. So oh, after all of that, and then this thing, I guess the whole world, we, we sort of, mm. we're all grieving our old life mm. and totally unsettled by this new, mm. this new virus that's come upon us. And, and, but at a particular time like this, when you're in the vulnerable category, how does that make you feel? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm in that, the, the vulnerable category because I don't actually know in, with my condition how, it, how the coronavirus would affect it. So I've been told to take a vaccine to, to, to self-isolate and to be very careful. Um, so that's, that's, that's how it is, really. And, and I think that does give you a little bit more uncertainty. But then I understand other people who are feeling the same and feeling a little bit scared they, mm. of older people, my mum who's 92, mm. that people are, people are mm. vulnerable and it's, mm. it's a very unsettling time. Mm. We don't, the world is a new place and we've got to navigate this new world. Every cloud has a silver lining. I'm seeing more of you. Yes, that's lovely darling. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but what, what, this is a, an extraordinary time. Everyone's, I mean, the, you, you can sense the sort of fear rising, Mm. panic buying, mm. uh, just so much. Now people losing their jobs, uh, financial issues, everyone uh, facing situations that, that we've never faced before. Yep. How can the church help? Well, today um, we're launching a new campaign and it's um, Love Your Neighbour campaign and you'll be able to find that on the website and we're very excited about that. There are various things that we want to do. We want to connect London to people who are feeling isolated. We want to help people who need errands run for them and can't get out themselves. And we also want to help people who can't do their own shopping and get supplies. So that's what we're, we're going to do. And food? Food, absolutely. We're starting a, well, we've started a pop-up food bank and you can donate by going online and that would be fantastic if uh, if you felt you could we'd love that and um that, that's very exciting and how do people like get find out more details about the love your neighbor campaign on the website on the htb website on the htb website so even i could find it maybe not <laughs> possibly possibly i can google htb church yes and then go to the website yes 
put love, should I put love your neighbour in or what do I do? Yes, put, the, <laughs> put love your neighbour uh, in and see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today is also Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. You're a mum and you've got a mum. Mum, yes. And actually a grandmother to eight grandchildren. Mm. And are we allowed to say a ninth one on the way? Yes, that's very exciting. Yes, I mean, it's such a funny day because normally on Mother, Mothering Sunday we get together, don't we? We, yeah. have a, we have a lunch and we have as many of the family who are around to get together because it's a special day. So today I think it's a very difficult day for people. I think they'll be mourning their mothers of um, children that they can't see and can't hug today. Yes, and be just because you're feeling that. You just oh, said definitely, that you're... I'm missing hugging my grandchildren. Mm -mm. It is, it's, it's sad. Mm. But we've got to beat this, this virus, we've got to help one another, and this is something we can do. By self-isolating, we're actually blessing other people. By following the guidelines, we will help to crack this. And what hope, Pips, what for hope? the future? The Lord reigns. Um, he still reigns. He's and what are you doing to feed that? Well, every day, I think at a time like this, in the danger is that you, you worry, and, and um, I can do that. You listen to the news and the panic starts to rise. Mm. Um, but the need of reading the Bible, getting the Word of God in, I think is greater. It's like a spiritual hunger. Have you heard of this thing? It's called the Bible in one year. Yes, I do that every day, funnily <laughs> enough. Um, I find that very helpful. A little bit of the Bible in one year. If you want to go and find the app for that, to read through the Bible in a year, that's really helpful. And I think just to dwell on that or take a verse and keep setting the Psalms and things like that, that really feed, um, feed your soul at this time mm. and bring the peace of God. Mm. And then there's worship. Um, I find it very helpful to put on a, a CD or turn or on. Or listen to me singing worship songs. <laughs> well, as you're tone deaf, I don't hear, sometimes I hear a little bit of singing, but it isn't your strongest forte in life, <laughs> I'm afraid. You've got other gifts, but perhaps That's not very, singing. very kind. But worship, I think, is important. Worship is a weapon, but it also brings us into the presence of God. So when that fear or anxiety is rising, to listen to something else. I was listening this afternoon to um, You Make Me Brave, mm. you, um, one of the Bethel songs. There are so many wonderful worship songs out there. And, you, and we need to encourage each other by, by listening to worship um, and to pray. Instead of worrying, praying. That's much more productive. Mm. So praying as, as much, I never pray enough, but actually in this season, we need to pray like we've never prayed before. Today, the Archbishop of Canterbury has called us to a day of prayer, and that is so important. And one of the things you can do is put a candle in your window to show all the houses around you that you are praying. This is important. We believe in prayer. Prayer changes things. So all day today, just be reminded that people are praying all over the country that God will intervene in this coronavirus issue, bring around a vaccine, heal the people, set us free. We believe God can turn this around. Pippa Gumbel, you've been a very special guest. <laughs> Thank you. So I've just been talking to Pips about what the church is doing. And I think that's one of the questions people are asking. What is the church doing at this time? Another question people are asking, certainly asking me, is what's the church saying? And it is, every day gets more challenging. The, we're seeing this unprecedented level of fear and anxiety 
and sickness, and now I think increasingly the financial worries, people losing their jobs, people worried about how they're going to be able to cope. It really is a time of huge unsettling feelings and fear. And I think we, we're all experiencing that to a greater or a lesser extent. And the challenge, as I said last week, and we're continuing in this series of, of choosing faith over fear. I had a story this week of, of uh, a guy who just encountered Jesus. And he went to see his pastor and he said, I feel like there's a huge battle going on in my mind. It's like they're, they're two dogs. One's a bad dog and one's a good dog and they are fighting each other. And they're tearing each other apart in my mind. And the pastor said, well, which one wins? And he said, the one that I feed wins. And I guess that's what's happening right now in many of our minds. There's this, this battle between fear and faith. And whichever one we feed wins. So how do we feed faith over fear? I want to speak to someone, maybe you're someone who, who, who never goes to church. You're not a, not a churchgoer. I, I have a friend from the gym called Carl and I said I'd address this to him. But there may be many people like Carl listening to this right now. Carl is, is a great guy. He's, he, he, was, uh, he, he was a professional weightlifter, then a scaffolder, and he's been a good friend of mine for about 20 years. And we have great chats. I, I love Carl, and, and uh, we have a great group of friends down there. But he's asking questions now. What, what is going on? Is, what's happening in the world? Is this God who's doing this? And, and I want to say to you, Carl, and anyone like you who's, who's watching this, no. God loves you, we, but we live in a broken world and bad things happen. And Jesus came to do something about it. And Jesus loves you and he is always wanting to be in a relationship with us. And Jesus said something which is so important. He said, I am the bread of life. So like it, there's the... Well, how do we feed what faith? We feed on a person. It's a relationship. Really, Christianity is about a relationship with Jesus Christ, who died for you and for me and was raised to life. And that means that right now you can experience peace. Jesus said, if we come to him, one of the ways he's like the bread of life, he feeds our spiritual hunger, is by giving us peace. He says, come to me those who are, uh, are weary and heavy laden, carrying fear and anxiety, and I'll give you rest, I'll give you peace. And the more, what I've found is, the more we fix our eyes on Jesus, the more he gives us his peace. And ultimately, Jesus brings hope. That's another way we feed on the bread of life. Because Jesus said, uh, he, he, he said, if you come to me, I'm the bread of life. Those who come to me will never go hungry. He also said that, that this bread is, is his life, which he gives for the life of the world. And Jesus gave himself for you and for me. And then he was raised to life. And that means that suffering does not have the last word.
that this will pass. There's signs of hope, aren't there? In Wuhan City, in China, now the skies have cleared. The birds are singing. That's like a new dawn. And the opera, people singing opera in Italy, these are little signs of good things coming, new life coming. And one of the things I think that, that, that is amazing is to see everyone pulling together, united, loving one another, serving one another. So this is a moment where we can encounter God's love in a new way, a relationship with God through Jesus in a new way. And uh, uh, Carl, if you were watching this, as you said you would, and anyone is in a position like that, maybe you haven't been to, in a church for a very long time, but you think, well, I'd like to give it a go. I'd like just to see if I could experience God's love, have a relationship with Jesus. Here's a prayer which you can pray. It's a very simple prayer. You can pray it in your heart or you can actually say it out loud. If you're on your own, you might say it out loud. If you're with other people, you might just say this as a prayer. So uh, here's a prayer which you can pray. Just say it in your heart, Lord Jesus, thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you're the bread of life. And today I want to come to you and I ask you to forgive me any bad stuff in your life that you want to ask God's forgiveness, ask God's forgiveness, turn away from anything you know is wrong and then just thank Jesus that he loves you, he died for you, he was raised to life, that means death is conquered, death does not have the last word. Thank him that he did all that and then ask, just say, come and be part of my life, come into my heart right now, come and live within me by your spirit to be with me forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. That's it. That's the prayer. And if you've prayed that prayer, it's come and been part of your life. And I'd love to encourage you, if you've never done it before, to come on the Alpha Course, which you can do now online. And that's a way to explore and find out more about your faith. And we'll say more about that later on. But right now, what I'd love to do is to pray for everybody who's listening right now. And I want to invite the Holy Spirit to come and fill you. So wherever you are, you might like to go into kind of like an attitude of prayer. This is what we do every Sunday in our, at HGV. We pray, come Holy Spirit. And I'm going to pray right now that the Holy Spirit will come into your home, wherever you are, and fill you. That you would know right now how much God loves you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He gives you an experience of God's love. And that you would know his peace right now deep in your heart the peace of God which is beyond all understanding fill your heart right now with the knowledge and love of God and of his son Jesus Christ our Lord receive his love in Jesus' name. Amen.